Good morning, um, We finished yesterday um, discussing the sugi about putting bread into the oven on Erev Shabbos. Um, we spoke about the three-way machlek, at least three-way machlek, well, three-way machlek to Roshonim, Rashi, Tosis, and Rambam, question how to understand the Rambam, but how to learn up the sugi in terms of the shifts of Tanakhama Rabbi Yezer, how we talk about Tanakhama, which Rabbi Yezer, a bit of discussion regarding that as well. But the bottom line is, <coughs> the bottom line is that um, we definitely need to pass in the Kulah, but nonetheless, it probably is advisable to always try and get it uh, baked before Shabbos. That's rather hard to make an oven group of Ktumah. Um, not getting into, because it's not really our figure right now about taking it out of the oven. We did speak, it's really a figure on Kofi Zion or somewhere around there. Uh, we did speak about it at the beginning of the Nasefa in terms of if a person left in the oven by mistake. Can you take it? You know, have to put, put it in there on Shabbos even. Can you be Roy there, which is a drabon, it's not even a drabon on the, the act of Radio taking it out, out to the oven on Shabbos. We spoke about if you need it for Shabbos, you put it in the Heta, you put it in the Issa if you don't need it. And more or less, we said if you don't need it for Shabbos, then there's no Heta to take it out. If you do need it for Shabbos, then, maybe, then there would be a difference whether you put it in the Issa or the Heta, whether you have to do a Bashini, whether you don't have to do a Bashini, a Machlik, Shamban and Randa. Um, which was talk, is talked about in the Shulchanan maybe again we'll come back to it on Kofi's Zion what, what is Nagea to us though is that nowadays we don't have Ridi or we don't do Ridi Asafas we don't maybe it's Pitta or something like that but other than that as I said you're just taking in and out of the oven so there the Shulchanan says you know, used to actually have a maybe they still do I suppose like a Rachat like a long fork they used to use to take it out like a shovel to take it out so is that better not to use but other than that you could take it out and really, when it comes to, for, for us, bottom line is there is no problem to take it out. The only thing is, if you don't need it for Shabbos, then it could be counted as Tachon on the Shabbos because you're saying, well, I, I don't want it in the oven anymore, I want to take it out, um, so I've got it ready for Sunday or anything like that. Now they speak about that there could be a problem. I think Morgan Abram says he doesn't think it's such a problem with Tachon because he says it could be you'll need it for Shabbos anyway. So, but other than that, other than possibly Hachonah, there is no issue whatsoever for us nowadays. Continuing on into the next video. Just a question on the Hachonah thing, and what qualifies as needed. Um, let's say you, you needed this extra loaf in order to make up your level Mishnah, but you only intended to cut and eat one, and therefore this one was going to be... No, you still, you still need it now. You still need it. You need it for that Mishnah. Okay, Mashal Shalem Nesar Pesach. That's the, the next one we've got now. Mashal Shalem Nesar Pesach. On Chaf Amadadas, uh, 12 lines down, so I'm guessing 10, 12 lines down. Mashal Shalem Nesar Pesach. We said that, we said in the Mishnah that, although we said you can't leave something to roast over Shabbos unless it has roasted sufficiently before Shabbos, it's reached, um, today in Machab and the Rasoi. But with the Korban Pesach, they can put it in just before Shabbos comes in, they can lower it down on the spit, no problem. My time, what's the reason? Says the Gemara Mishum is the Bnei Chaburah's reason. Because the Bnei Chaburah, they are the reason. They are, they've got the middle, middle of alacrity, and uh, they'll remind each other not to come to, to uh, stoke up the fire. Says the Gemara, Chodah Pochim, trying, if that wasn't the case, if not for the fact that the Bnei Chaburah's reason, no, you wouldn't be able to do it. But why? But Omar, but surely we've said earlier, Gadio, when it comes to a Gizi, when it comes to a, a, a tender young uh, goat, then a uh, kid goat, Bein Shorik, Bein Shorik, Shafi We said that whether you've, especially according to Ikid Omi, then the Kuliyama, whether you've, um, what do you call it to the oven, whether you've um, sealed it with uh, like cement or not, it's perfectly fine. Because you'd never come to soak up the, we said either you won't come to open the oven because the wind will damage it, according to Rashi. According to the Ramam, the Peshat is, you would never soak up the, soak up the coals, it's going to damage the meat. But either way, it's fine. The Gemara answers, there's a difference. Hosom Mintah, there it had been cut up. Hosom, whereas over here, we know the Koran Pesach, by definition, Loi Mintah, it's not cut up. And if it's not cut up, the rule is that even a tender meat, if it's not cut up, it has the din of strong, tough meat. Dino, it will not be so easily affected by the wind. It will not get damaged if you stoke up the cold and therefore it's a problem. We mentioned this at the time, this is where it comes from. So if not for the fact that there was the reason, we would be khoshish, because it's not cut up. What does it mean not cut, not cut up, by the, by the way? Here, it could be completely whole, that happens. But la halakha, not cut up, means the body. 
the halal aguf, the body cavity, is completely intact. It doesn't matter if you cut off the legs and the, well, so it's different, different legs there, that wouldn't make a difference. If the body cavity is whole, that is, that has the zin of something which is not cut up, and therefore, it is more subject to the khashash, you may come to stoke up the coals. But they were the reason. Says Rashi. So, so for us though, therefore, theoretically we have to know about that, um, when, sadly, we don't have the Korban Pesach, so that part is not no get to us right now. There's a Shambh Korban, maybe, it will be. But, um, but what we do have to know is the difference whether it's cut up or not. That is Nagel HaLoch. So Rashi says, Hosam Mintah, a little before halfway down, Hosam Mintah, Vim Pesach Yatanur, since it's cut up there, so Rashi Lishitos, he says, if you open up the oven, Ayobezika, the wind will go into it, Bekoshile, and the wind is bad, because it's very, very tender meat. Point to the, the Rambam, the point is, that uh, you wouldn't come to stick up the coals, because they'll damage the meat. Whereas Hosam Mintah, whereas here it's not cut up, it's got to be with its head, with its innards. In other words, everything's got to be intact with the common person. The Megali then, if you open up the oven, low cost you lazy, because the wind is not bad for it. Hilkos, therefore, he loads his reasoning, if not for the fact that they had this middle of the reasons, also it would be forbidden. Okay, next. We then said in the Mishnah that as Shabbos comes in, you can light the fire, like the, the wood in the Madura Beit HaMeki, which was in the Beit HaMikdash, that was where we could to walk around barefoot, we discussed yesterday, therefore they would get very cold. Um, and therefore they had a bonfire in one of the dishes called the Madura, in the Beit HaMeki. And you can light that just before Shabbos, and we're not worried that you may come to soak it up a little bit, if it's not quite catching, because, well, we'll see why. from where do we get this? And the rule is, wherever it says Minah is, I don't know if there's any exceptions, but generally Minah means, where is the possible for this? Where do you get this from? So the Gemara assumes originally it's actually a possum. There's a special hat in the Beit HaMikdash. So Omar Rafuna says Rafuna, It's actually an amazing chidosh because what's the chashash? You come to soak it up, you can make a fire in the Beit HaMikdash. <coughs> it says in the possum, You should not kindle a fire in all your dwelling places. Now, we darshan b'chol moshveiseichem in all your dwelling places you can't kindle a fire. But then the Madura space Amoke, which is not your dwelling place, it's in the dwelling place of Akkadosh Baruch Hu, no, both of Akkadosh Baruch Hu, in his place Amikdash, there you would be allowed to kindle a fire anyway. So what's the Chashash? No problem. So Matzkev Lo Rathchist, Rathchist, even on Shabbos as well. What are you talking about? On Erev Shabbos you can light it, we're not worried you're going to come to, to stoke it up. On Shabbos they're cold, go light a fire! In the Madura space, I'm okay. There's no Dura bombs there anyway. Uh, sorry, that, that, that may not be because that's nothing to do with our way. Say that in our statement. But, so what's the problem? And on our sister, rather, says our sister, Krakiyata. That possible is fire which becomes a which excludes the Beit Amikdos, is like I just said, that's for the that's That's coming to permit the burning up of the limbs and fats, the limbs of basically talking about the carbon Thomas. That's what it's coming for. The Koyanim is the reason here. And as for why and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to light the fire in Shabbat. That's only if it's to burn up the fats and limbs. Then you'd be allowed to, to, to do that on Shabbat. But to start lighting a fire to your cold that you wouldn't be able to do it even in the base of Amikdosh. And therefore it's got to be done before Shabbat. So in which case, where is the source to say that they can light the fire in Erev Shabbat? There is no source. It's just as forbidden as outside the Beit HaMikdosh. So what's the difference? The answer is, inside the Beit HaMikdosh, you've got lots of kern in there. All sitting by the bonfire. And despite the fact that it's around, it could be around a big bonfire, they're all sitting there close to the fire, it doesn't matter. Because kern is the reason they, they all remind each other, and they themselves are Zoris, and therefore they will not come to stoke up the fire. Even if it's just taken a little bit, it's just taken hold before Shabbos. Special heta for Kohen. Says Rashi. Eborim upadorim mudos. They come to the Eborim upadorim. Meaning to say, lehatir etekteron kolalaylo. What that means to say is, it's coming to allow you to burn up the bats and limbs through the night of Shabbos. Abu Madura Fisamoke, when it comes to the Madura Fisamoke, which is not actually for the, for the needs of the Avodah itself, 
that's the need for the kernin. Loi hutra, it was not, there's no heta whatsoever to start making a fire. The Sobokla so why is it when it gets near to Shabbos? Time time is a little This is the reason why they were not going there in the Madurah space time they came. You may come to take up the fire. Mishum the kernim is the reason here, because kernim are the reason. Shekulam hoyu b'nei teirah, because they were all b'nei teirah, the haridim, and they were chorid to Dvar Hashem. After Dr. Dvar Hashem, they were Omi Dama Mishmar, Minitkorim, and they would remember that they were off to the Chafi and and they wouldn't come to pick it up when they get stopped. Now, by the way, that does not mean to say, because I did say there's lots of them, but Dr. added in that they are, each one is Zorit. Because remember, we had, when it came to Shema Yata, with Shema Yata, we said when you've got a big bonfire, it doesn't help the fact that you've got more than one person there. If you actually appoint them as a Shema, that may help, but you have to appoint them as a Shema, we said that. But otherwise, because each one is sitting too far from one another, and each got the, the, um, the fire, the poker is exactly right, very close by. So you've got to say, I think that's why Rashi adds in, they were Benin Torah, they were Haredim, and it's called, and they'd remember. Not just the fact that each one would remind the other that that's true as well, maybe, but that wouldn't be enough to rely upon, it seems. Fine. Now, just one little point, I'm not going to go into it too much, but that is that Rashi says, the volume of the volume with the author is the Hatir Esekter on Balayla. So which Kobonus are you actually burning up overnight? Once Shabbos comes in, which Kobonus are you offering, are you doing before the next morning? You are. So w- what are we talking about here? Anything left over from before Shabbos. Oh, so we're talking about the Kobon Tomid from before Shabbos. So, since when are you allowed to burn up the carbon Tomid from before Shabbos? We've got a Pesach, Elas Shabbat, B'Shabbat, so we dash the Dachka, Elas Shabbat, B'Shabbat, not Elas Chol, B'Shabbat. And the bottom line, so this goes a little back and, it's back and forth, he sort of answers and he brings various Gemara, but the bottom line is, Tosha says, it depends. And this is Hayat Sen Rashi as well, it depends on whether the fire has already taken hold of it before Shabbos comes in. If they've already been burnt up by the fire before Shabbos comes in, before then, I mean, Yuma as well, discuss it there, then you would be allowed to leave it, you'd be allowed to have it, have it burning on Shabbos. You'd even be allowed to put it on the fire on Shabbos. If it came off the fire, you'd be allowed to put it back on. But otherwise, you would not be allowed to uh, take something which has not been on the fire at all and put it on. That you would not be allowed to do. As for the, the drosha, where is it, where is it learned from exactly? Is it, because we, Moshe Vesechem, it's another point that speaks about, it's not necessarily from the fact that it says Moshe Vesechem, your houses, it's Moshe Vesechem, as opposed to some Moshe Vesechem. Because Moshe Vesechem, we already darshan for something else. The Chem is, is the extra bit, and therefore that's darshan your Moshe Vesechem, not that's the base of English. Carries on the Gemara. We'll be gvulim kedeshet ha'afes v'chudu. Outside the base of you, you're not allowed to light a fire in the Erev Shabbos unless there's enough time for it to take hold. And we said take hold of what? We said the majority. So to take hold of the majority. Says the Gemara, my robot. What is the majority? My robot. What is the majority? So Omar Rav says Rav, Roiv Kol Echod Echod. The shit of Rav is it means the majority of each and every piece of wood. It doesn't mean the majority of the wood has taken hold. And then we'll rely on the fact that this wood will then like this one and this one, they'll each like each other. No. Each piece, each piece of firewood, has the majority of it has to have taken hold of the fire. With Shmuel, or my Shmuel says, no. What it means to say is, generally the fire has taken hold of this, of this fireplace. Kidei, the, the, the acid test is, Kidei Shada Yomru, it's got to be sufficient to the extent that they would not say anymore, Hobbit eats and nope, we need you to bring wood and then and place it underneath to soak it up a little bit. It's, it's dying down, it's not, it hasn't really caught. Once it's reached that stage where you leave it now, you can go away and leave it to continue on its own, that's, that's sufficient and you can now leave it going into Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Tana Rafkiyah litiyuye de Shmuel. Rafkiyah taught, he brought a writer to support Shmuel. We've learned what exactly it's talking about is what the last year is we're not quite sure for definite what it's talking about. But it says Kadeshate shall You and when you light something, what it's talking about as I said we'll speak we'll speak about we'll see in Rashi what it is. 
But it's got to be that you put your, your let's say, your match there to hold it there, and you've got to hold it there till the flame is going up on its own. Sometimes, you know, if you put a flame there, so it's, it's, this is a din which applies to, uh, you like the, the, the candles for Shabbat, for Hanukkah as well. There's a din, you can't just put the shamash there, let's say on Hanukkah. Sometimes when you put it there, you take it away, you can't see anything, and then, you suddenly see it goes up. That's not good enough. It has to be that you actually put it there, and you hold it there, till it actually, the flame is there. It's going on its own now. The truth is that that may be slightly different. That may be slightly, slightly different. Because here we're saying it's got to be that the shalhevet is already caught hold on its own, and not that the, the flame will require something else to keep it to, to get it going. So maybe, maybe it is that. I suppose it's relying on the fuel or something like that. But uh, that, that's the basic idea, and therefore we're saying that supports shmuel. The idea is that once the flame is not reliant on something else, you won't have to bring any other wood, that's already considered a good flame. So, so too with regards to Shabbat. Once you reach the stage and now the fire is working on its own now, you, don't, you won't need to mix in anymore until obviously the fuel runs out. That's perfectly fine. You can now leave it in the Shabbat. You, we're not worried you're going to have to mix in to try and soak <coughs> it up. So Rashi says, Kol Echot Echot each and every one, uh, this was the shitta of Rav, Rav said that each and every piece of wood, the majority of it has to have burnt up, caught hold. Call eight to eight, each and every piece of wood has to have caught hold. The low tamer, and don't say, that once it's caught hold, there's a majority of the number of pieces of wood that are sufficient. No. Each and every piece of wood has to have caught hold. The majority of it. Where Shmuel, on the way Shmuel says, it's got to have reached the stage that you will no longer need to say, Hobbit eats in ducking, bring the small pieces of wood, and place them underneath the big ones, the Habeas in order to soak up to get these ones to burn. So we said, Tony Rabihir, Rabihir taught the Parabal Memalikin, in Parabal Memalikin, Ligabi Menorah with regards to the Menorah, Lehalos Ne'er Tomit, the Possek says, Lehalos Ne'er Tomit. And we dash from there, Shetay Shalhebeth, Olam Eilel. He's got to get it going before he moves away that it's now the flame is going up on its own. Almost, you see, B'chiyai Gavna, once you've got it to that stage, Habi Hadloka, that's called Hadloka. Because the mitzvah of the menorah is to light it. What's called lighting it? Lehaalos Ne'er Tomis, to get it going on its own. That it's not reliant on some other outside source now. Mishumri Alevi, that's what he says, I heard from Rabbi Nu, I think it's Rabbi Yehuda maybe. Rialevi. The Koshali, but he says, tells Rashi, but I've got a difficulty with this. Chaza number one, the Rami Barachamo Katani Dohotam. Over there, it was not Rabichiyah, it was Rami Barachamo who taught it over there. But open furthermore, the Lav Masnisa, it's not a brighter. What do you mean, Tano Rabichiyah? It's not a brighter. Elohu Omarah is Rabichiyah, Rami Barachamo said it himself, the Fedish to Masnisa, absolutely, in explanation of a different brighter. Who Sha'ala be seen with Tano Dole in Yamadura. Our other Rebbe's they taught it, Shetei Shalavet Olamehidah, was actually not talking about the menorah, therefore. That Rabbi Chiyo was the one who taught it, and it's a bright and it's not referring to the menorah, it's something completely different, and it's referring to the Madura itself. So well, the bright is actually, um, it's it, it, it actually, it's talking about the very Indian we're talking about. If you want to have a bonfire there, it has to be going, Shetei Shalavet Olamehidah. I did find it in Teras Kernin, it is a brighter, with regards to the menorah. So Rashi says it's a little unclear. On the one hand, here we say Rabbi Chia, there it says Rami Barchamo. There it doesn't say it's a brighter, here we're learning it's a brighter. So it doesn't sound like it's the same thing. And therefore, some say over there it's the menorah, here it's, the, it's not talking about the menorah, it's talking about the Madura. On the other hand, he says, I have found it, Terence Kenan, with regards to the, to the menorah. So whichever one it is, the bottom line is that where the Possets wants something, it's got to be a Hadlokho, as Tosa says. Take a look at the little Tosas here, that's a little bit of fear here. Kadesh Shetei, Shalhevet Elam Eirel, Almost you see, but Mokoi, She Hikbeh Lachos, wherever the Possets is Matzit, Shala Yichbeh, it's not going to go out. Staki Shetei, Shalhevet Elam Eirel. It's enough that once the flame is going on, it's not good enough. Then Sarek Shetei, Afkilo Tzerev Spurubi. You don't need that the, the majority of the, of the wick is already burning. Once it's already, the flame is caught hold of the majority of it, it's now burning, that's it, you can leave it. Same idea, Rosh, it's not a lock says it won't go out, same sort of idea. Right? 
carries on the Gemara. Eight What about if you just got a lone piece of wood? How much does it have to be burning? You've got a candle. How much of it has to be burning before Shabbos comes in? So Rav Omar, Rav says, Rav obvious. If you actually got a piece of wood, something you can add a thickness to it. So he says you need the majority of the thickness. That means it has the flame has to have so to be penetrated, taken hold, sort of gone right into the wood, into the very sort of heart of the wood. The majority of, of the weight in. And um Rav Omar, so that is Rav, Bomiran Samsay Burub Hekapen. No, it's got to be the majority of the the circumference, the outer part. It's got to have actually taken all the majority, because once it's gone around the majority of the outside, then it will work its way inward. Omar Abba, Sir Abba says, what do we do? We need both the majority of the thickness and the majority of the way round. So you need both, and that's the way we pass them, by the way. The majority of the Ovi and the majority of the way round. So the Gemara Katanoi, like a Machalik Katanoi, it's actually a Machalik Katanoi. We've learned Rabbi Chiyah, and Rabbi Chiyah says, Kadeshi Yishoki, Ho'it, and Menachas Ormon. It's got to be to the extent that the, that the, uh, the wood has been destroyed, literally, from the, from a, uh, an Ormon being able to work with it. In other words, it's now no longer usable as a piece of wood. If you want to craft, you want to make something out of it, a table, you can no longer use it. It's been burnt properly. And um, that means to say that it's gone all the way, all the way in. Because if it's just gone on the outside, then you'll peel off the outside, presumably, is what it means to say. So you'll shave off the outside. But if it really penetrates into the heart of it, that piece of wood you can't do anything with anymore in terms of no one's going to buy your table from you if you build such a, such a, use such wood. Whereas Rabbi Yudam and Mesero, here's the other son, Rabbi Yudam and says, um, I mean, interesting, Rabbi Shia was like a boy, Rabbi Shia was the uncle of Rab, you know, Rab Tano Upadi, he wasn't actually a Tano. The seal is also got that state, so Rabbi Shia Tano Upadi. But, um, but anyway, so here's the other Tana. Kedesha Teoche Toish Mishnei Tzod. It's got to be that the, word, the, the, the fire has taken hold from both sides. It's taken hold from, 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 it's taken hold from both sides of the wood, and that's the amount you need, not that it's gone all the way through. The Apapi Shein Raya Razoba. Even though there's no raya to this, zeichel You want a little bit of a zeichel to this. Obviously, it doesn't prove health for Shabbos from this pasuk. It's not talking about health for Shabbos there, but to prove to you the idea that when it's taken from both sides, that's all properly burning. Well, let's take a look at a pasuk in Yechezkel. It says there, "Es sheneikat soisol ochal ha'ish." It's two ends, and all the purposes, two sides. The fire has consumed the zeichel nochor. And the inside has dried up. In other words, the Hayitzlach and the Malacha, would it be any good for Malacha? Now, Tosa says, um, I you see from this that, again, what, what, do, we, what, what do we have? We had we two shifters. We had Rav and um, Rav, or again, straight to the Tanoim, you've got Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Yodah Ben Rabbi Chia says, it's got to be that it's no longer usable by the Ummah. Which means it's burnt all the way in. And Rabbi Chia said, no, it's enough on the outside. Well, then you bring a pocket to support Rabbi Chia, which says that it's burnt on the outside. Hayitzach and Malacha would it be usable for Malacha anymore? How does that really go? In other words, Rabbi Chia was saying it doesn't have to reach the extent it's no longer useful for Malacha, but the pocket you're bringing me indicates it does, and it's burnt on both sides. So what's, what's going on? So Tosa says that. Again, it's a short toast, you may as well just see inside, and we'll see Rashi. Achi Yishokhi from Menachet Oman, Avodamanda Oman, Mishetafe, Ta'ur, Mishnei Tzodim, and according to the Manda Oman, if you don't have a theory, it says, it's got to just take both sides, Einu Nishchaf Bokhim, Menachet Oman. It doesn't mean it's no longer usable for Menachet Oman. The Avagad, the city, we know we bring the Potter in Yechazkul, which says, Es Shenekitay, Salachla, Eish, Hayitzach, and Menachet, once it's burnt on both sides, is it usable? Would it be successful for Menachet? That's only because over there it's talking about the wood of the vine. In fact, there, so you know, they're very, very, presumably it's very, very thin branches, I'm assuming that's why, but maybe there is a reason, maybe it's some other reason, the wood of the vine, once it's burnt on, on both sides, it's no longer usable for Malachal. Al-Sha'ik, when it comes to other woods, Enish, Chosen, Kolkat, and Mehira, and Menachas, Solomon. Okay? Um... I mean, interesting, because then you could say in which case what sort of raya is from, then from this positive anyway. You're talking about the Eitzhak Efe. 
And the mic is burnt on both sides, but it's also burnt all the way through. So which one is it that is really the the side of the But I suppose the fact that it starts off as Shemek and Sotov, Ochlaho Eish, the truth is, it's not simply so that the inside is dried out. So you say the inside hasn't necessarily burnt up, it's just been dried out. So, uh, on a piece, normal piece of wood. Al Kaponim, the Gemara that he takes on, it's the Eshenek and Zotov, it's the two sides that have been, have been uh, burnt up. That's the sort of the main thing. Since that's the main thing, um, again, it's not a right, you can't prove from there till Hashanah. But it's a Zecha, it's a Zecha Ladova nonetheless. Okay, it's a Zecha Ladova nonetheless. One second. Yeah, okay. Says Rashi. Um, eight Tichidi. What is an eight Tichidi? Says Rashi. In Tukas Shalom. It's like the stump. Tukas means stump. It's like the stumps of wood that we have. Rope Obvio, the majority of the thickness. She Konis Ha'ur Besof Obvio, the fire has to go into its thickness. Adrubo, the majority of the way through. Rovek Kepai, and we have the Omri law, some say it's got to be the, the majority of the way round, the Machlitz on the outside. Ketanoi, like it's the Machlitz Tanoim. Rovek Ovio, Rovek Kepai, it's the majority of the thickness, the majority of the way round. Shishoki, Rovek Ovio, the majority of its thickness has to be destroyed. That is the Shitta of Rovekio. And Rovek the Messiah says, Beit Stodov, you need the two sides. Rovek Kepai, which is the majority of the circumference. Zechel Adolah, the Shuvhelech Vedelech. If you want just a zeicha that from then onwards it will continue to burn, well, we've got the possible says, Shnei Ketosov Ochlo Once the two sides have uh, caught hold, Biyodua Shetecha Nocha, then you can, you can know that the inside is dried out. And the moisture has gone out of it, and now the obvious has become dry, and therefore it will continue to burn. Nocha means Poskalecha, that the moisture has, Poskalecha Shaloi, its moisture has finished, it's gone. The Yavishin is dried out, come in Nicha Gorini, I can the fossil, so my throat is gone dry. The Chin Chorom in Nichoyev, says the fossil in Eov, that uh, is also an expression in Nichoyev, that it's sprung uh, from, uh, it's dried out. That's basically what it is. There's a Chorom means dried out, in Nichoyev, it's from the heat. Okay. Says the Gemara, V'ha'och lefonov mavay ores. This is talking about in, say, for Yirmiya, when uh, Yoachim burnt the Megiddo, which was brought to him, and he chucked it into the fire. So it says that the fireplace was burning in front of him. But the Gemara wants to know, my Och, what's that word Och mean? Very nice English, we translate it as a fireplace, where does that come from? So Omar Rav, Rav says, Achvono. It comes from the word Achvono. What is Achvono? It means willow. The willow is burning there. With Shmuel Omar, and Shmuel says, eats him. It is, it uh, just means Eitim Shinid Lekuba Achvono. It's wood which is lit, it's caught hold, for Achvono, an expression pre- presumably of brotherhood. In other words, they, one catches light and then it lights the next one, like, like a domino, domino effect. That's what it means, Ha'och. So, Ha'ud Omaluhu, there was somebody that he said to them, Man boy Achvono, who wants Achvono? And Ishtakach, it was found, Arafti was referring to willows. So you see that, I was just proving that the word achvonoch or och in Aramaic means willow. I think it's a particularly flammable wood as it happens. Uh, I think we're going to have a little further on. So Rashi says, the ha'och, the shreifati ha'yokim, ha'megillah, it's written with regard to ha'yokim when he burnt the megillah. Achvonoch is arobo, is willow. The Akhva, Kalaitim, Nizokim, Zemizer, all the wood lights one from the next. Hakot and Mavik Hagodo, the smaller one, then lights the bigger one. That's the way it works. Okay. Says the Gemara, Omar Afuna, says Afuna, Konim ain't Srikhin Roiv. If you've got reeds, reeds are exceptionally flammable. Once they catch hold, that's it. Therefore, you do not need the majority to... You don't need the dinner of road there. You just light one, and that's it. You can leave the rest there. It'll just go on its own. But Ogdon, if you bind them together, then Surichin Roiv, then you do need the majority. 
The reason being, because if you bound them, the fire can't really get in between one and the next. And therefore, it'll burn on the outside, it can't get in properly, therefore you have to wait, it won't take hold in the, in the same way, and therefore, you'll have to wait till the, the majority takes hold. So again, if they're, if they're just lying there loosely, then you're fine. Just light it and leave it. But if they're bound, then you've got to, if they're bound together, then you'll have to wait for rose. Gar'inin, likewise, if you've got seeds from, um, or pips from dates, in three from rose, again, they're very flammable, and if you, if you just light one, just leave it, you don't need the majority to light, but take hold. Not on the chesolids, but if you put them in the chesolids, chesolids are like wickerwork bark baskets made from the branches of the lulub tree. And uh, what they used to do is they put all the pips in there and chuck it like that into the fire, as she says. There, so you can really have to wait for the majority to take hold. The reason being, because again, they're closely packed together and the fire can't get in, you don't have the oxygen getting in either between, between the... Uh, you know, if you've got a fire and you lift up the, the, the let's say the newspaper, you lift it up a little bit, the, fire, the oxygen gets in and the fire can get in underneath that, which you don't have here, then you have to wait, you'll have to wait for the majority to take hold. So, Maskitlar Abchista. So, Abchista asked the question. He said, Adarabah, on the contrary, Ibchom is Dabra. It's more logical to say the other way around. That, think about it, he says, Conin, reads, they're very, very light. The Vazron, and they scatter, the wind will blow them around, and they're not going to catch from one to the next. Whereas Ogdon, if you bind them together, there's no Mavadron, they won't scatter around, and one will light the next. So too with Garinin, they're very small, these tiny little pips. So Mavadron, they get scattered, they won't light one to the next. Not on the Chesolus, if you put them into these baskets, no Mavadron, they won't get scattered around. So in which case it's perfectly fine. It's my mummy, so it's been said, top of half on the day. Omar Abkahana, the Abkahana said, Konim She'ogdon, if you've got these reeds, if you bind them together, Srikhan Rov, we're just going with the gifts that we've got for the time being, this is the gifts of Rashi. Konim She'ogdon, Srikhan Rov. If you've got the reeds and you bound them together, then Taka there, you do need the majority to take hold. Lo'yogdon, but if you don't bind them together, then in Srikhan Rov, you don't need the majority. Yeah? Because if they're bound together, the fire can't get in. But when it comes to Garine, Zurich and Rove, then you need the majority to take hold. Not on the Chesolus, but if you put them into the basket, in Zurich and Rove, then you don't need the majority to take hold. Because there, we say on the contrary, if they scatter, if they're not in the basket, they'll scatter, they're very loud. The are not quite as light, they're slightly bigger, and therefore, it's the other way around. What you see, although this, this statement of Rav Kahano does not wholly support what Rav Chista said, because our Chris said in both the case of the conim and the and the pit, it should it should be, be better if you've got them tied together or in the basket, and he says only in the case of the pit, not in the case of the of the conim. But you see, we do have support for this concept that something which is very light and gets blown around. It's better to have it sort of packed together than loosely. It's just a question of whether your fish the conim are going to get blown around. That's the field the gives of Rashi, that's what comes out. If you take a look <coughs> at Rashi, Rashi on the previous Dhamma, Rashi says, um Srikhan Roiz, the second wide line down, Ain Srikhan Roiz, you don't need the majority, Lehaptis et Urguruban, to get the fire, to, to set the fire on the majority of them, Erev Shabbos and Erev Shabbos, and on Machis Bohen Ur Mibbeidyot, Rather, you get the light, the fire to take hold of any part of them, with the OGM before Shabbos. The fish ain't copying the because they're not going to extinguish, they're not going to go out. And the dolkim welcome, rather, they only go, grow stronger, not weaker. Three chemroid, we said, but if you, you've tied them together, then you do need the majority. The fish ain't shall have it, you're because the flame cannot get in between them. When it comes to the gal'inen, so to the pitch shall tomorrow update, if you make from them a, a, a fire, once they've dried out, you don't need the majority of them. If you put them into their basket, it's kedim they make from, from a lot of branches, the leaves. But not on and then you put the, the full plea of, of, uh, of these tips, you put them straight into the fire. Then you do need the majority to take hold. If he says, because they're piled together, and the flame cannot get in between them. So Rav Chista says, no, on the contrary. 
Conim, if you've got the Conim, the, the reeds loosely, lying loosely, then they get scattered, the Kamala comes, this side, that side, the Akhaf Meir Nayotzi, and one which goes out, Lotin says, Chalerta, will not find, will not take hold of its friends, and the Varov, to cause that one for the fire to transfer the fire to the next one. Hilkov, therefore, Kiloi Ogdon, when it says, when you unbound them together, Trichy Rov, then you need the majority to take hold. Presumably what he means is, I mean, I'm assuming, this is going in the Shitta, which is the way we pass in, like Shmuel, which means the majority of them have to take hold. Not the majority of, I suppose you can say the majority of each and every one, I suppose. Every single one. But, not, so no, I said, say, say that, it doesn't really uh, prove one way, one way or the other. But anyway, he says, in that case, instead, they, they get scattered, you need the majority to take hold. I will ask them if you bound them together, then the and they won't scatter, they three from Rome, and you don't need the majority to think Garinus says, with the Garinus. Told us half on the base. Rav Kahama, Omar Rav Kahama says, Konim Sha'ovdom Trichin Roy. He says, with the Konim, if you bound them together, then Taki, you do need the majority. Karakuna, like Karakuna. Not like Karakuna, but like Karakuna. Zila Ailo by Hanknura, then the fire won't get in between them. Ula Abdure the Kaishina, and we're not really, really worried, like Rav Kahama, about them scattering. The Aruchanim, because they're long, will create an effort, they've got a certain weight to them. Whereas Garinim, Shinosan, and the Chesodim, Whereas when it comes to the Garitim, if you put them into these baskets, eight three and rovi don't need the majority. Kerav chista like kerav chista. Shenutini dovik. This part goes like kerav chista because they light very easily. Avodaloch they solve this, but if they're not in the basket, mavadji they will scatter, and therefore we are worried. So the few Rashi basically what comes out is we've got Rav Huna who says always better if they're not closely packed. Rav Chista who says it's always better if they are closely packed. And then we've got Rav Kahano who says, it actually depends on what you're talking about. The Konim is better if they are not closely packed, and the Garin are better if they are closely packed, which would be the Firashi therefore the Havah, but that would be the Firashi Kahano. Now, the Rosh is going to be more or less like Rashi, more or less like Rashi. Just the only thing is, When it comes to Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana is supposed to support Rav Chisda, isn't he? We said, because it's Manami, it's also being said, as if it supports Rav Chisda, we said it should be the other way around. According to Rashi, it's not really a support for, it supports one thing in Rav Chisda, and it supports Rav Huna on, on, on one account. So it's not really, it's Manami in that sense, as the normal it's Manami is, it supports the previous Shitta. So the Rosh is going, just a side of Girsa here, that Rav Chisda goes exactly like Rav that, sorry, of Kahana goes exactly like Rav Chista. Now, I say that, that's the way the Rosh is quoted. If you actually look in your Rosh, it does not sound completely like that, but the Gaon corrects the Gersa there. If you, I'll just read to you from, from the Rosh. It's the Rosh right at the end of the pair. On the right at the end of the pair. Um, he says there, Ogdon, Omar Abhuna, Konim in Srikhin Rav. Konim do not need Rav, that's like Rashi, yeah? If they're not tied together, Rabhuna Shitta is, they're much better that way. Ogdon, once you tie them together, Srikhin Rav, then you do need Rav. Now the next bit, this letter says, Gar'in in Srikhin Rav, not on the Chesolid in Srikhin Rav. That's not like the case that we've got in the Gemara, not like Rashi. And that's where the Gon says, that doesn't really fit, he changes the ghost of that. And he says it should say, um, the Giris of the Gons says it should say is Garinim in Tzirichin Rov not from the Chesodid Tzirichin Rov so that according to Rabbona everything is consistent if they're closely packed the fire will not get in then you need growth if they're not closely packed then it's fine then you've got Masked Rav Chis Rav Chis says it's from Mistaba it's more logical the other way around and the Gemara says and this is where the, the Chilak is it's Manami Omer Avkahan Omer Av Konim She'ogdan in Tzirichin Rov the Konim, if you bound them together, you don't need rope. Now, now go to look at our Gemara on top of Chafim of Eight. It says, Konim She'ogdon, Tzirichin rope. In that, because it's getting our opponent, the other could No, the, the, according to the Rosh, it goes, everything is like Rav Kaham. It's, it's like Rav uh, like Chista. You then, that's the correction will change, which is made. You're looking at the risk. We'll, we'll come through. No, you know, you shouldn't have sound back. We are going to come through. The river's got, yeah, the further goes through. Yeah, correct. Correct, yeah. We'll come through the river in one second, okay? 
Whereas for Rashi, and then he says Rashi goes kirtan, cheres and mechalek etc. Okay, so that is the be the Rosh. The Rosh is pretty straightforward. But as I said, if you take the gist of like the Gaon's gone in the way it's quoted the halacha, the way the Rosh is quoted the halacha is exactly as we've got it, exactly like Rashi. And the only thing is, Rav Kahana is just everything is like Rav Kista. Okay, which means that the be the Rosh, the halacha is. This is where it's important to know. Let's see the Rosh, the Halacha is that if they are bound together, it's better than if they are not bound together. If they're packed closely together, it's better than if they are not. Like her sister. What the Rift does is, the Rift changes, takes exactly like the Rosh and just turns it on its head. Rav Huna was the one who said that it's better if it's not packed. Sorry. It's better if it's packed closely together. Rav Chisna is the one who says, no, on the contrary, it's better if it's not packed closely together. And Rav Kahana comes along and says, like Rav Chisna, it's better if it is packed. Not packed closely together. Uh, not packed closely together. Okay? What you've really got going on here to a certain extent is, Rav Kahana and Agusa is, like, is sitting on the fence. Half of it goes this way, half of it goes this way. So the Rosh says the whole thing should go this way. And the rift says the whole thing should go the other way. Once you know which one's going which way or the other way, then you know which way to switch Rafun and Rafsiti. Then point one you have to switch Rafun and Rafsiti around. Okay? So if you, if you take a look at the rift, you'll see for yourself that the rift actually has everything completely the opposite of what we've said, what the Rosh just said. Which means that we're left with a bit of a question. What do we do? Because obviously we're going to go like Rafkana, he's the final thing, he's going to tip the scales. But what does Rafkana do? We know he's supposed to support Rafsiti. According to Rashi, he's half half, but according to the Rish, Rif, Rosh, Ramban, he supports Rafkhista. What did Rafkhista say? You've got Ramash Menachal Salakosu. Well, which one was Rafkhista? The one that is better to have everything packed together, or Badaka not when they're packed together? According to the Rif and the Ramban, it's better if. They are not packed closely together. According to the Rosh, it's better if they are packed closely together. So you have Rashi come in the middle, which is in fact what you're talking about. Now, Lohar, the way it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch is the way shifts are brought down. In Simon Reish Nun Hei, it, it just brings them both down. Um, it says here, when they are scattered, then it does not need to take hold of the majority. But if they get their sound together, then it does need to take hold of the majority. So who is that like? If they are bound together, they have to, then it, in other words, it's better if they're not bound together. That's like rib. In our case, in the Gomorrah side of our they can't be our opponent. Supposed to be like Rav Chista. So it's like the gift of the Rift and the Ram that everything is switched around. Then he says, the Yish Omrim, and some say, the Hefer, the other way around. That's the Rosh and the Torah. The Torah also follows Father. He follows Haka the, the Rosh. So the Kitta, if you happen to have a fire, you're, uh, you don't have enough firewood, you decide to throw in your pips, then uh, you have to make sure the majority is taken. I mean, well, the Ikarov is going to be with the Rift and Ram. Yesh Omim has been out, the Rosh has been outnumbered by the, the Ram and the Rift. So the main thing is, if they're scattered, you're better off. But there might be one of you all shitters, then make sure, that in all cases, the majority is taken off. And like Shmuel, meaning just the majority of it, it doesn't mean every single one. Okay. Finishes off the Gemara now. Tony Rav Yeshe. Rav Yeshe is tall. Arba Mazuris in Tarikh and Roy. There are five, four things, four bonfires, depending on what numbers, the four types of fuel, where you do not need the majority to have taken over, because they're so flammable. Shalzeta, if it's pitch. There are gyrosoids, which have the ghost of Shalgeta, so I think possibly the rift has the ghost, maybe Shalgeta, which means it's the, it's, um, Gepha, like the, the, uh, the skins of, of, um, of olives. Olive peels and uh, sesame as well. I think that's the gist of the rift, if I remember correctly. Where's it gone? Um, 
well, he's got the gears to Shal Zephes, as it happens, in the rip we, as we've got it. And the Bach points out, and the Ram, the Ram has got the gears to Shal Gephes. And, and he says, Shal Shal But anyway, so you've got here Shal, shal Zephes, it's definitely pitch, pitch is very flammable. The Shal Gophrit, sulfur. The Shal Gavino, cheese. The other Shal has the gears on, on this one as well. Instead of having Gavino, they have the gears, I think, uh, Kiro. The riff, I think, has the gears to Kiro, which is wax. Yeah, if you look at the, the, the Gorm brings the gears to Kiro. The Shal Revav. Revav is basically anything which, which is, uh, t- changes, melts when you light it, things like wax as it happens. Uh, fat, anything like that. The Masnita Tona, in a bright resource, it was thought, Av Shal Kash Vishal Gavlo. So too, if you've got something made of, of, um, of a straw and gavavo is the is the um, stubble, it's like the the lower part of the of the straw. This is also very flammable. Omer Rabbi Yechon says, "Eitzim shel bavel ain't trichim roiv." The wooden bavel is very flammable. You don't need rope on it. So Maskira Rabbi Yechon says, "Asan." He said, "Mahi, what, what's the wood of bavel?" Even on silty, if you're talking about, they used to take wood and file it down, make it into very very small chips of wood. If that's what you're talking about. The harsh top pasila. Now already you've got a pasila. Pasila is a wick made of made of of, uh, of garments of of um, material soaked in oil. And yet, on my ula ula says hamadik sort of shialik beroid. Then when you light it, it's got, you've got to light the majority of it, even though it's really flammable. Beroid uh, The majority of the part which comes out of the lamp has to be lit. So silky me boyos. You're going to tell me that when it comes to these little chips of wood, you don't need roid. Of course you need roid. And Omar Rabbi rather said, Rabbi you know what we're talking about in Bavel? We're talking about a branch of a cedar tree. Because in the, the cedar branch, it's, very, it's got very thin peel, and inside it, it's got like a, like a cotton wool type material there, which is very, very flammable. Okay? And therefore, with that, once it's taken lit, it'll just boom, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be on it, it'll be fine. Rami Bar Abba, Omar Rami Bar Abba, he said Zazo. It's referring to moss. Apparently, moths are supposed to be very flammable as well. So Rashi says, Madura. Okay, there's four Lashon Hesagodal, and Madura always means a big bonfire. Um, so if, if they've got four types of fuel, then they're fine. What are those? So he so says, you've got pitch, you've got sulphur, cheese, and revab. What is revab? Shumun Vashabo, it's fat or, or wax. The Kodamine is that anything which is molten, which, which melts down. Gavavor is Shagobim and Asod that you sort of gather up from the field. Bala is Tubulov. Sorry, um, I'm not um, Well, but yeah, Beloshan Ashkenaz, I think it is. Is Tubulov. Is uh, stubble. Yes, yeah, the stubble. Exactly. Um, Kash is Zanvois Shiboyne. Literally, it's the, the, the tail of the. Of the um, Yeah, um, is the, the of the what do you call it the, the ears of grain, um, astrin, which is again is astrin. Basically, the cash is the top part which you can't, is used for the animal food, and the 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 gavavor is the part after you have harvested it. It's the part left, the stubble left on the ground. Silty, so we said the silty, which um, we suggest that maybe that was what you were talking about in bovel. What is silty? It's the atashasom ate some duck and after they made them into very small uh, sort of chips of wood. But with bovel, no, I can That's what they used to do in bovel. We said that can't be what it's talking about because hashtop steel or shabegad. If you've got a wick made of beged, hatzul of Hashem, which has been dipped in oil, the noach lezolik, and it's very easy for it to take fire. It's very flammable. And still, Omar Ula Ula says, "Hamavik ner shal shabbos." When a person lights ner shabbos, so shialik for rebay yotze merish hatzilon chutzaner. A person has to make sure to, to light the majority of the wick which comes out of the of the lamp. Since already with that, the culture came with the silty. Of course, you'd have to make sure it's the majority. So we said we're talking about shochet azor, a branch of cedar. Yovishu is dry, the duck and it's very thin. The yishkim in semen is a bit like a wool, woolly substance being kalipa the eight between the outer peel and the wood. Buhumabiro mishapsabo ur, and that's gonna it'll take it's gonna burn beautifully once the fire takes hold of it. Zazo is mulsa, but that is moss in in French. There is a little bit of a shider as to what about um, the perfomin. We said in the mission of Yehuda said perfomin. The uh, the pepper, yeah. 
charcoal, exactly. So, it hasn't been mentioned any, uh, any of the examples of what's going on. So, the truth is, if you look in the Ramam, you won't find Pechon you won't, you won't the mentioned there. You can't not find Pechon mentioned there. And I believe, one second, the Ramam in Pirish HaMishnayis, um, he says, That's why you won't find it in the Ramam. However, there are those who say, and of course the Yeshoven, therefore, who say that Pechomen is included. Aye, how can we pass on Rabbi Yehud against the Tanakama? The answer is, Rabbi Yehud is not arguing with the Tanakama. The Tanakama agrees with Rabbi Yehud. Aye, we have a rule, there's a big deal to know here. Aye, we have a rule that, it's a rule always to know, wherever you find, at least in a Mishnah, Tosus and Gitten, which talks about this even in a brighter, but at least in a Mishnah, where you find Rabbi Yehud says, Eimosai, He's not coming to argue, he's coming to Farish to explain. The question is, he doesn't say Eimotai, he doesn't say, give any indication he's coming to explain. So there is a Tosus Yomtov in Bikurim, Perigimel Mishnavov, that he says there, there are many examples where you find where it doesn't say Eimotai and it's still coming to Farish. And this, he says, Perigimel the Shabbos 1, he gives a whole list of examples and this is one of them. The Tav, which it was more or less the same time as the Tosus Yomtov. Very, very similar. I mean, they were born within a few years of each other. They lived, uh, in fact, the Tosus Yomtov after the bus was missed over the father of all the Taz. The Tosus Yomtov was the next Rob in Krakow. I think that's where it was. Anyway, the kid, so he, um, he says much the same. The way he puts it is, he says, if it says Emosai, then you know Rabbi Yomtov is coming to explain. If it doesn't say Emosai, then you have to work it out. It doesn't mean automatically it doesn't say Emosai, Rabbi Yomtov must be coming to argue. He said that it's clear, the logic is so obvious that the Tanakhama wouldn't argue with it, then obviously he's coming to explain. That's how I take it. The Tanakhama wouldn't argue. The logic is very clear. It's a Pechomen. It's very flammable. So therefore there are those who say, the Yish Oymen, Torah brings it as, as well, that Pechomen is also considered something flammable. Well, the bottom line is something which is flammable, you don't need to take hold of the rope. You talk about an interesting shadow. What happens is, you put before Shabbos, you put a, you position, a, uh, a magnifying glass in such a place, and when, on Shabbos, when the sun comes out, it's going to take. So there they say as well the same thing. It depends on what you're putting it over. Truth is, I suppose you have to really take hold a little bit before Shabbos. If it's something which is very flammable, it's less of a problem. If it's something which is not very flammable, then you're going to have a problem. You need the rover to take hold before Shabbos, otherwise, you may come to adjust the thing. Surely it should be also to do that anyway, because you may come to adjust the magnifying glass. Uh, that could be uh, so it could, it could be talking about the, it's the beginning to take hold before Shabbos so again in which case you have the same sort of thing so that's the time, I mean we're finished now that, that I'll just mention just the, the one thing to think about and I'll just very briefly because I've run out of time is modern day uh, we already talked about it a little bit but I'll talk about it again to mention it briefly tomorrow is modern day teething system if you turn it on just before Shabbos is that a problem you may come to turn it up Okay, so think about that, but Hashem will just conclude with that tomorrow and then start the next paragraph.